Hey everyone, welcome back to the Your Fielder's Choice NHL podcast. I am your host, Devin, joined as always by Pete. How are you doing today, Pete? This morning, doing fine. Uh, got to, this is kind of weird, it's a Tuesday slate, which is actually smaller than last night's Monday slate, so it's kind of different this week, but still a decent slate, decent size. Yep, six games, uh, last night, Vegas was pretty spot on, it was a low-scoring night, uh, went really well though, we, you know, a couple of plays we really talked up, uh, Jake Bean had a monster day. He had like seven shots or something, picked up an yeah. assist. So that's a name to just keep on your radar. I don't. They're going to be slow about moving his price, and I don't see Jake Gardner getting back into the lineup over him the way Bean's playing. So not till last night. On, yep, keep that name on your right on your uh, radar, and then also this Minnesota two lineup. Uh, Victor Rask. I, I don't know that this is sustainable, but he's just they Zuccarella Raskin. Uh, Kaprizov have just developed this crazy chemistry, and they've just been dominating. So that's a line to keep in mind as well. I believe they got Colorado coming up. So just a few notes from last night. Uh, Zook had a uh, what a four point night, four point night goal, three assists. So it was a good night for us. So uh, tonight, interesting slate. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at Vegas. We've got. The rematch of Montreal at Ottawa again. Uh, Montreal, I believe, now has lost five straight or five of the last six, something uh, along those lines. They do have the highest total at 3.6. Edmonton uh, on the road at Vancouver has a 3.5 total. Pittsburgh versus Washington has a very high total with Pittsburgh at 3.3, Washington at 3.2. They've played a couple times this year. Most of them most have been pretty high scoring. Uh, Nashville, 3.1. Vancouver. 3.1, so that's another high total game with both teams over three. We've got New Jersey with a total of three, and then we've got Columbus-Chicago facing each other, 2.9 for Columbus, 2.7 for Chicago, and then uh, Buffalo, Ottawa, and Detroit round things out with totals 2.6 or lower. So not a bad slate, a little bit more higher scoring uh, predictions by Vegas here. Um, so let's just go ahead and jump right into to center like we always do. And I know you like to lead off with the big boys, but I think we've got to lead off with value here. We've got Nico Heeshire, who is now, this will be his third game back. He hasn't done much, but uh, it had been almost two full years since he played. So he's only going to get better. He's only 2-8 on the first line in the top power play in a good matchup against Buffalo, who played yesterday. Yeah, I'm all over New Jersey tonight. And both of those lines, I like... Like the Heisheiser line, he's with Zaka and Brat, I believe, right? And even the, the Jack Hughes line, I, I like Jack Hughes line too, the, the Hughes line with Palmieri and Johnson. Um, both of them up, up upside, and this is what we need tonight. So I might, I might end up with a couple of Jersey guys in my main lineup. He's definitely, to me, he's going to be a lock. I'm just curious what his ownership's going to be. Probably, he probably will get some ownership of. But I'm going back and forth. Is going back to the big guys because this could be a night you could play McDavid and Dreisaitl together uh, because I think the value is there, but I'm not sure if I want to do that uh, in cash. But I think you can. I think McDavid, McDavid's a cash play. you got to play him in cash, especially just what we've seen this last weekend. Uh, but you can get the big guys and put a guy like uh, Nico in utility maybe. But there's a bunch of plays I like today, so I haven't really figured this out yet. Yep, I think I think you have. So for me, center is actually really straightforward today. 
you've got Connor, you've got Leon. Both, uh, you know, everybody sleeps on Leon. Leon on the road actually has better points per game than than McDavid does. I'm not saying uh, to play Leon over McDavid, but if you can't get to McDavid, Leon's 1,100 less. He actually has 1.46 goal or four. 1.46 points per road game over the last two years compared to Connor's 1.37. Connor's having the better season, which is why he's priced higher. Uh, so obviously Connor is the better play, but if you can't get him, Leon is absolutely in play. So you've got the two pay-up options, and then to me, it's it's uh, Nico, and then you've got Lars Eller, who's been moved up to the top line uh, for 3-3. Three, three. I forgot about that too. Yeah, I forgot about Eller fitting in there, but he's now centering. He's now centering Ovi and Wilson, like you said, a three-three. So yep. he's definitely in play. But there's also one more center I like a lot, and that's Elias Pettersson for Vancouver. Which I just feel like all of a sudden he's kind of kind of found his touch here, and I love that line tonight with Bozer and Miller. I just think tonight's gonna be a shootout where. When I first looked at it, I was going to run McDavid and Pedersen and forgetting all about Nico and now seeing Eller. So there's a bunch of ways you there's a bunch of ways you can go. But I've had Pedersen on my mind since last night. I just feel like this is that line's going to be a big big time against Edmonton tonight. Uh, five five for Pedersen. That's certainly a nice play as well. That's kind of that right in that mid range. So you've yep. got your two big boys. You've got your two values. And then you've got a mid-range with, with Pedersen. And then, um, I mean, technically you could throw uh, Malkin in there. I know it hasn't been pretty, but he's actually been DFS-wise better. He's playing lately. better. He's, yeah. he's got double digits in four of his last six. And he actually is third on the slate at uh, the position with 1.14 points per road game because teams typically put their best defensive line on Sid. Therefore, Malkin ends up getting the easier matchup on the road. Which is why, for instance, Sid's road numbers are not very good. He only averages 0.61 points per game on the road the last two years. Because, again, teams hard match Sid. They want to take away Sid, leaving Malkin in a better spot. So, yeah, I like Pedersen, Malkin in that mid-range. Like the two pay-ups we talked about and then your two values. So, for me, that's that's really kind of my my target group at the position. Yep, that's what I'm looking at. I'm thinking you may see Bo Horvat with some ownership today. Maybe... I think like 10 to 15% just because of his, the game environment and his price. But that's probably also before the Eller news broke that he's on the first line with Ovi also. So there's a lot to like at center. And yep. once again, you can probably play Dreisaitl and McDavid together. I think there's a, there's a bunch of value at wingers. I'm not saying I'm going to in, in Maine, but I think you can. Yeah, you, you certainly could. There's there's a lot of value on the board at really every position. So today's going to be about prioritizing where you want to spend up. You've got some slam dunk value at center, but you also have some slam dunk value at wing. So um, yeah, pretty condensed center pool. So let's go ahead and move right over to wing. If you're not paying up at center and you want to you want to grab some of the value, you do have Ovechkin, Kane. Kane's been crazy consistent. Um, those would be those are really your two pay up options. Even you know, Chicago's got a lower total. I actually prefer Kane of the two. We all kind of know my Ovechkin uh, dislike for DFS. Actually, if you look at Ovechkin's log, you can kind of see why. Um, for that price, he's pretty underwhelming. 11, 7, 11, 6, 10. And then he does have the, you know, the OV upside. He has a 37.3 uh, in there. So 
I, I never hate on anybody for playing them. I've actually played them twice in the last week, which is really rare for me. Just kind of the, the value is there to do it. So Ovechkin's certainly in play. Kane as well, uh, even with Kane's lower total. He, he's been incredible this year. Yeah, and also um, Nugent Hopkins. Hopkins' price is right there also. And especially for GPPs, it'll give you exposure to McDavid and Dreisaitl if you want to go somewhere else. So look at look at how um, Hopkins' numbers last, what, three or four games. He's had double digits, high double digits, beside two games ago. So GPP definitely in play also. Talking about Kane uh, on that Chicago line, I haven't seen anything yet, but I know that Strom went out the other day. He's in a concussion protocol right now. And he still listed um what's his change? <laughs> he was still yeah, he was still listed on power play one. But if he's in that protocol, I really like Dominic Kubalik tonight if he if Strom is out and Kubalik jumps up to that power play one. Uh just with the with the way he can shoot the puck and high puck totals. So if that just came to my mind as you were talking about Kane. I want to get out before yeah. I forgot. Um, to to go with your Patterson play, JT Miller at home is a guy I always have interest in. Second best position, higher than even Ovi, is JT Miller. It's 1.13 points per home game. That only trails Patrick Kane, who has 1.19. So JT Miller, it feels like he's had a bad season. Um, he's been inconsistent, but then you look, and he quietly has 18 points in 19 games. So... Um, it hasn't been as consistent as I would like, but I, I always like him at home, and he's playing massive minutes lately, 24, 23. Uh, he had a 15 thrown in there, but 24, 20, 23, 22. So six of his last seven games, he's been over 20 minutes. Yeah, he's probably going to end up in my main lineup, I think. Like you said, he's, at a, he's, he's almost at a point-per-game pace. Point th- yeah, he's at point three in his last four, and Edmonton will give up a goal. Struggle on a penalty kill, so I'm getting a piece of that. A piece of that line. I like Miller and Pedersen a little bit better than Bozer, even though I like Bozer too. But if you watch the, if you watch the power plays, it's pretty much that's who they're looking for. Um, either those two, I mean, or you just play the whole line, which that that line right now is on fire. So I th- and I said I think it's gonna be high. It's gonna be high scoring game. So I'm probably gonna have Miller in my lineup. I'd like to have. I'd love to have Pedersen Miller. And McDavid, if I could fit it, and the probably is was, and all the other usual suspects are all sitting in the same price range. Cam is there; he's gone three straight without a goal now, so he's he's due against Chicago and their penalty kill. So can't forget about Atkinson; his price going up. Brady Kachuk, he's quietly putting together a good season. Look at his look at his shots on goal rate. He shoot uh, a ton. Yep, I like him and. Cool. And I, I was on Gallagher earlier today. I like Gallagher more than a lot of people, but I probably wanted to start seeing some of these other prices on Miller and Kachuk and Atkinson. But don't sleep on Gallagher. I think he's got a lot of, I think he's got very high upside tonight. This could be definitely a seven shot goal night against Ottawa. Probably more leaning toward GBP though tonight. But I do like Gallagher tonight also. Yeah, I'm just, I, Montreal's become one of those teams that's just, Really hard. One, they're struggling. Two, they're super deep. They get goals from all four lines. So I, I like rolling. You know, we had Josh Anderson early in the year that was just automatic. I played him constantly. Now he's cooled off. I've gone away from that. So I, I don't, I don't think, despite having the highest total on the board, I don't know that I'm going to have a single piece of Montreal. In no, I don't um, think so. 
I don't, I don't think I will either. You kind of teased it earlier, New Jersey. Kyle Palmieri is red hot right now. Um, I really like what New Jersey is doing. Palmieri's got uh, five, six points in his last four games, two of those games being multi-point games. Uh, he's got a goal in two of his last three. Uh, he's he's got Hughes he's Hughes centering him. He's on the top power play unit. I, I just really like five three for him. It's a really solid price for a goal scorer in a good matchup. You could run him with Nico. They're both on the same power play together. And then I I mean you've got a ton of value here. You got Jesper Brett still three nine. His price has gone up, but that's still very affordable. Uh, Andreas Johnson is is really cheap, despite being a top power play unit. He's actually quietly playing pretty well. Um, let me check his price here. Two seven. So he, yeah, so he's only two seven. He has six points in thirteen games, including a point in four of his last six games. Playing fifty, he played nineteen minutes last game, seventeen before. So he's playing anywhere from fourteen to near twenty minutes a game. Uh, like I said, he's, he's on the top power play. Uh, he was on the top power play unit this morning at morning skate. It was him, Nico, Palmari, Zaka, and Subban. Subban's been moved up to that top power play. Um, so I like all those guys. You've got a lot of value here with New Jersey and guys in top six roles. Uh, so I really like those top two lines, uh, Palmieri, Nico, Brett, Johnson. And I mean, of course, even Hughes and Zaka can get thrown into the mix as well. And I, I like, I actually like Zaka a lot tonight too. Just there's actually too many of them. There's too much value almost for me tonight. Get figured out the right value to, to go with. Um, you know who else Zaka's is Zaka's running hot too. Yep, Zaka's got a point six straight. He's my man. I I originally had him penciled in my main lineup, but I mean you can definitely go with Johnson also. Boone Jenner, he's sitting at three six. Which I think is a pretty cheap price for him. He's averaging nine DK points a game, and he's down at three six. So I kind of like I, I like his other values how he better. But Boone Jenner is in a really good spot at three six. He's got four double digit DK games in his last six also. So I like yes. I like Jenner in there. Hoglander for Vancouver. I mean, this dude shoots the puck. Um, he's been a really having a really good first season here. I like Hoglander a lot. I would not sure his price is really cheap. I have him down on my value place for the top plays. So don't sleep on Hoglander either. Yep. Uh, he's a good player. I, like I said, every time I, I listen to a lot of NHL radio because I work late, so I'll be listening to the radio. And every time Vancouver fans are on, they just they rave about Hoglander and his effort and his upside. And if he can learn to shoot a little bit better, he's going to be really Definitely. tough to yep. beat. Yep. Uh, so, can't he's sleep not free on. To. No, no, no. Can't sleep on uh, Jake Verano has been playing well. Oshie a couple hundred more. My issue with Oshie is he's very inconsistent. I prefer the consistency we're seeing from Verano as long as he remains on that top power play. Um, this is an interesting look for Washington. They've really, really shook up their lines, kind of going with a, a balanced three lines, which is not something we typically see from them. Interesting to see if they stick with that or... Um, because they they've got Sherry on this on the wing with Verana and Kuznetsov on that second line, and Backstrom and Oshie on the third line. Yeah, it's I've I've I'm done with 
Backstrom over all these years, but that's kind of a that is kind of a weird third line with Oshie Backstrom and pa- I got panic, right? Yeah, 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 panic. Uh, I'd rather see Coos with Coos with Ovi, so instead of Backstrom, I was that's why I was really surprised to see Eller up there today. So we don't, I don't know how long Eller is going to stick. So I don't, I'm probably staying, even though with high totals, I'm probably staying away from Washington unless I use the Eller value. Yeah, I, I like the other value. I, I I prefer Nico due to the safer top six. Uh, you know, if the, if the other thing doesn't work, they're going to drop him back down. So that's my only worry with Washington is if this little balance work doesn't look, you know, through a period or two, they're going to go right back to the to the low to top six, which is going to really hurt Eller. With that being said, Eller is a really really good third line player. Yeah. Uh, he's still pretty cheap in all reality for his upside. So certainly don't mind the play. Uh, Nico's a, a, a bit safer on paper, but uh, I like both. Uh, also important. Go they're ahead. Implied, they're, they're implied is also dropped a couple. They're down at 3-2. Started the day off at 3-4, probably because of that morning skating news. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's an interesting line. So going to have to keep an eye on some Edmonton news as well. Uh, Yamamoto is uh, questionable. It looks like he might have skated this morning, so he might be okay. Um, but that's some news to keep an eye on. They continue to just be a revolving door at this top power play, uh, this last spot. It's looking like Alex Jason again, but who the hell knows? So always risky to to play that, whoever's in that spot, because it can be Neil, it can be Puliarvi, it can be Jason. Like They just refuse to be consistent with it. Also looks like Lagason and Bear may be back, which uh, could push Bouchard out. Um, they might send him back down, so that would be interesting. Just some news to so some news to watch with Edmonton. Obviously, your big boys are safe, but if you're looking at some value potentially opening up on the wings with Leon, just keep an eye on that for uh, final official lineups because right now there's a little bit of uncertainty. Yeah, I'm probably going to stay away from a lot of that besides. Connor and uh, Dr- and Leon, really. To me, there's just too many questions there. And and the defensemen, of course, the, the two defensemen. But, yeah, I think Bouchard may, actually may end up going down. Uh, and don't like you, don't look at his minute. Uh, he's – who got hurt the other day? Uh, well, Lagson and Bear should yeah. be back. For oh, okay. All right. But you, yeah, you're seeing some higher minutes for Bouchard, but don't take that um, as the gospel. From the last couple of games, yeah, I wouldn't be playing him tonight. Bari and Nurse, I mean, that takes that probably takes right to defense too, because the question is, I mean, if you're playing McDavid in your main lineup, are you are you going with a Bari or Nurse? You're going to go value because I've had so much luck value this year playing two cheap defensemen, but um, Bari's had a hell of a season and Nurse, both of them. Yeah, uh, both have been incredible. They had the one down game where they were under double digits. Um, I think I think Barry ended up he went two games in a row under double digits, got back up into uh hit twelve point one last time. Nurse actually is now cheaper. They flip flopped and he's actually yep. been more consistent. So I actually prefer Nurse of the two. Nurse has uh seven nine of his last ten games now are double digits. Uh eighteen point four last game, thirteen point two, and the one seven in there, and then it's thirteen, twelve, fourteen, eighteen, fifteen, fourteen, eighteen. Like he's been He's been absolutely incredible. He's blocking. He's blocking shots. He's shooting the puck. He's he played 32 minutes last game. 30 the game before that. He's playing 
you know, 25 plus every single game. So I like Nurse uh, at 6-2. I did like Ty Smith, but now it looks like he's moved to that second uh, power play with Damon Severson's there as well. You could, you could certainly play both of those guys. Uh, I'm sorry, Severson. Um, Severson seems like we, playing. We've been playing. Seems like we've been playing Severson. It seems like we've been playing Severson forever in DFS. Yeah, he's, right. But he's still kicking with the still kicking with the Devils. He comes on off that power play for like the last six years. Seems like. Yeah. So Subban is back on that pop top power play at four four, which I don't mind. Play. I don't mind that price. Yep, he's in play. Um, Seth Jones in play. Yeah, Seth Rich Jones Columbus. been playing well. Um, whatever the Chicago power play unit ends up looking like, again, that's another situation where we're going to have to – can't really tell you for sure what it's going to look like because of this the potential strong news. Um, and I do – I mean, if, if you look at the latest, and they, if they still have bull clips on the top line, because I got three value plays. So you got Adam Boquist for Chicago – I mean, as of right now, with the news changes, he's running that power play unit that features Kane at 2-8. You can't go wrong there. Colin Miller, I love Colin Miller. He's still under in 3K. Playing New Jersey. Who's, New Jersey's allowed the most fantasy points per game to a defenseman in NHL, which puts Miller back in play as long as he's on the power play unit. And Dmitry Orlov for Washington at minimum 2-5 is on power play 2. And he's a double-digit DK in his last two games. All three of those guys to me are in play. Yep. So we have our we have our potential punts. Uh, as always, we're looking for. Uh, yeah, I actually don't mind that Orlov play. It's no, no, Kuznet, Kuznetsov, Wilson, Eller, Schultz, and Orlov. That's a decent unit. Um, Orlov's a vet. He's been around. He'll put up some points for you. So he may Morlov may end up by my main lineup uh, with. Go with a nurse or go really cheap and then go, uh, you know, cheaper wingers if I go nurse. So there's a few ways you can go, but you should really get who you want tonight. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, like that Orloff call. Keep an eye on the Shabbat news. If if Shabbat is out, then Renstrom oh, yeah. remains viable at 2 7. Uh, yep. He had 9.1 last game. Still only played 15 minutes, but this is a, a super high upside play. This is one of their future. Future players is only 21. Uh, he was a big piece in the Stone trade, the Mark Stone trade with Vegas. So, Brandstrom at 2-7, if he's on power play too, um, you know, you could go Brandstrom, you could go Orloff, you could go Miller. A lot of uh, Boquist. I really like Boquist at 2-8 um, on a top power play unit. That's a little bit safer than than the second unit. Um Oh, definitely. And with Kane, no doubt. Yeah, he doesn't have any double-digit games on his log. But, um, you know, he's got points in half the game he's played. He's got four four points in eight games. If he can just find the back of the net, you know, then then all of a sudden at 2-8 he's had a nice game. Being on the power play gives you that chance. So certainly like that play. Um, and the Orloff one would be my two my favorites of the two for the, for your cheap guys. Pretty much all I got for defense. I mean, so it's pretty much condensed. I'm going real low or up to nurse and maybe in the middle with Seth Jones or PK. Yep, you do. Uh, I mean, it is, of course, men- worth mentioning. Roman Josie, Carlson, your super pay-up options. They do average the most points per game based on splits. Josie at 0.98 games, 0.98 points per road game. Carlson at 
if you look at the logs, it's it's a lot like Brent Burns. The price really isn't justified for their production. No. So I have a hard time justify, justifying paying up there. Um, if that's where you land, so be it. You say, you know, maybe you really just prefer the value at other positions and you're left with a bunch of salary at, at defense, then okay, I understand it. Uh, those guys technically by the numbers uh, do have the highest upside. Ryan Ellis, always a decent cash play, 0.83. That's actually third highest of the position. Quinn Hughes at home is a guy I always love at 5.7. You could take um, a Petrie or Weber. I mean, if you want a piece of that Montreal implied. I mean, if I was playing Gallagher, I'd probably play Weber. Uh, if not, then I, I mean, Petrie's in play. He's 16 points in 17 games. Yeah, Petrie's been one of their most consistent players. So there are some pay-up options, but yeah, I'm, I really like Nurse. Uh, he's the cheapest of all the, the kind of pay-up guys. And, of course, Barry as well. And then some of the, the pay-down guys we talked about. And then your New Jersey guys in the middle there. you got a couple New Jersey options if you land in that 4K range. Um, Ty Smith, uh, Batman, and um, PK are all, all valuable plays. So let's go I'm ahead and just, move over to... But I'm, looking at, I'm, I'm looking at Nurse's log real quick. Oh, my God. And this... Play, you know... You, Playing twenty five to thirty minutes a game, he should be the highest defenseman. I mean, yeah, oh yeah, that's what he's, he's been unbelievable. He's he has, he's had one single digit in since the like the second week of January. Yeah, that's that's the like like Brent Burns uh, is what over seven k. Like that's that's what Nurse should be priced at. And even Burns had a goal last night, and he still didn't end up with a great game last night, fantasy point wise. Yeah, so yeah, I I really like Nurse. That's my. Pretty, if I don't double punt, it is nice to have some pretty viable punts on the board. But yeah, yeah. I, I like Nurse of paying up. So let's move over to goalie. Um, have been getting a little more traction at the position lately now that things are settled in a little bit. Uh, I, I've been finding a lot of success uh, seven, eight, seven, nine and below. I, I just, I'm not paying up. We talked up Drieger yesterday. He, he scared me because he didn't start out too hot, but then he ended up with, I think, like 18 points something. Yeah. He's been, yeah. So I just keep, keep riding kind of the consistent uh, mid to lower level. So with that in mind, Mackenzie Blackwood at 7 8. Uh, Buffalo's been just dreadful. Second night of a back tonight, back to back. Blackwood's been 2.12 goals against average. He did play Buffalo the other day and gave up three goals on only 29 shots but um you know that was his worst game of the season he's been 16.5 or higher every other game so i'm not afraid to go right back to blackwood here uh and then uh, lankin of course lankin and then i i'm not afraid to i played him the other day um i'm not afraid to go right to to matt murray here uh in the same matchup he just had this matchup put up 20 he had allowed Two goals and 32 shots against 0.93 save percentage. He's only 6'9". He gets a struggling Montreal team at home. Um, is it safe? No. He has a, a negative 7 and a negative 6 and a negative 2 on his log. But um, overall, Matt Murray has been 11.2 or higher in six of his last eight games. So quietly... Pretty decent stuff for that price. Yeah, that's a good call. Montreal is struggling. I pretty much had my goal is condensed to three guys, and 
pretty much three guys. I can, I guess I could add Murray. If you want to pay up to me, is Carey Price, who's confirmed. In the middle, Mackenzie Blackwood confirmed, like you said, in Lincoln. And so I'd probably go with Blackwood. But uh, I think all three of those guys are in play. If you find out with you have the money with these value guys, go to, you know, you, I don't problem going with Price. But Murray could definitely sneak in there again, have a decent game. Lankinen is, I have no problem. His price has dropped a little bit also, right? Going against Columbus. Uh, Columbus yep. is so up and down. You don't know what you're going to get out of them. You could have a big blow up, you know, with, with Lane and Atkinson, or they could get shut out. So kind of, that's a tri- tricky one. One more for you. Um, assuming he starts, because uh, I'm only interested in, in the one of the two. But if Bernier starts for Detroit, he's quietly 4-2-0 with a 2.74 goals against average, 0.91 save percentage. Uh, Nashville's been just dreadful as of late. Uh, their season is unraveling quickly. They're 32.1 with a 30, 38 uh, saves on 39 shots. Bernier did against Florida the other day. Um, three of his last four have been 13.3 or higher. He's got double digits in five of eight starts this year. So 7K, I, I don't mind that either, if Bernier's starting. I'm not playing Thomas Grice. He has not been very good. No, and Grice had a little, little swing there. He had a couple of decent games. But yeah, Bernier, Bernier would be probably definitely, definitely in GVPs. He, I see he's only one of the listeners. Unconf- well, Murray's likely. He's unconfirmed. But the rest of these guys are all confirmed, which is nice for once. Yeah, so I do have, I do have two punts on the board that I – I would, I would consider cash, um, but understand it's risky. But with the way goalie has been this year, uh, you know, paying up hasn't really been any less risky than paying down. So I, I would consider those guys risky, but cash viable at that price. That's that's all I got for goalie. All right, uh, favorite GPP stack. By the way, good call on Tampa. They start out slow, but. Um, that your that top line ended up doing all the heavy lifting last night. Yeah, it. Of course, I mean, of course, Edmonton won. You got to look at, but I'm looking right now. The Lado line. Um, no, I like the definitely like the Vancouver, the Pedersen, yeah, the Pedersen Miller Vancouver one uh, yep. or two technically. That's. The yeah, line. yeah, they're looking at yeah, they're looking like they're calling the Horvat line one. So the Pedersen yeah. line, like that, uh, the Hughes line for the Devils, or I mean, bo- or once again, both Devils lines. Uh, for for GVP, I may be stacking the Hughes line, but I'm liking Nico more in cash, and they're probably my main ones. Watching the power play, I had listed. Montreal two I had listed. That's pretty much it. That's why I had for my article. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. This is kind of a weird slate. It's, there's a lot of value you can be going to here. So I'm just afraid that everybody may be going this way too. So I'm trying to think of some other options also. Uh, yeah, no, this is a pretty kind of a wide open slate for a smaller one. I could another one of those slates where I could justify a lot of plays. Uh, sneaky one for you is Pittsburgh two. I already mentioned Malkin's numbers on the road. Uh, yeah, are going to give Sid the tougher matchup. I like that Rust is back on his wing with Zucker. Um, 
that's, and I like, that's a pretty talented line right yep, there. And I, and I like captain up top of Sid. I, I like the captain and Price. So I, I actually don't mind both of them because I don't – you know, if you, you don't need it tonight, but there's nights you can use captain up there to get a piece of Sid and, and I'm Gensel. Yep, for sure. Captain is certainly a viable value play on the board. Um, it's listed pretty high in our cheat sheet um, because of that exposure. So I prefer him over a guy like Tanner Pearson who's not having a very good year. And this could be the night. This is going to be a type of t- game where everybody's on. We're all on New Jersey and this and that. And a guy like Kaplan comes in tonight, and that's a huge night. So, Yep. So lots of ways to go. Like I said, I, hopefully, especially at center, I think we in defense, I think we gave you a pretty condensed player pool. Yeah. So really wing, wings are going to be pretty important tonight. Uh, and then your goalie decision. And should be a good night. So with uh, all that being said, we'll catch you next time. And good luck. All right. Good luck, guys.